0: what's up everybody can you believe it super bowl over uh that means that the 2019 season is officially over that went by really really fast like way too fast now they're gonna shove some xfl down our throats um yeah a little soon all right we just got over an emotional game it's a long well it's a short season but it you feels long with the if you're a seahawks fan but uh anyway i just wanted to say thank you for everybody sticking around we've been through some crap this season man and i appreciate everyone listening and sticking with us week after week um that's i mean that's really all there is to it just a very very sincere from the bottom of my heart thank you Let's go. Uh, let's talk about that Super Bowl. Huh? Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. What's up, everybody? Common Ground Football Podcast, rolling in here with episode number eighty-seven. Getting closer and closer to that one-zero-zero mark. If I time it right, by the time we get to our season finale, which will be the week after the draft, I could probably put out enough episodes uh, to get to 100 to be that be the season finale. That'd be pretty cool. That's a goal of mine. We'll see how that goes. Brian McLaughlin here, the Seahawks fan and uh, taking you through another week. Um, it's going to be one more week of kind of different. We're not really talking Seahawks or Cowboys here. We're, we're ne- neither of those teams were in the Super Bowl so we're gonna we're gonna recap what we watched on sunday in a very short fashion i think this will be one of my shorter episodes um i didn't have a necessarily a rooting interest in the game although i absolutely wanted the niners to lose so hooray for me if you remember last week um, i picked them the niners to win um dennis from ohio i'm so sorry buddy um uh, he hates me because the second that he he listened and, and he found out that I picked him, he immediately said they're going to lose because I picked them. So if that's true and I and I I'm the jinx, I uh, I don't apologize. I'm not sorry at all. I feel 100 percent okay with it and uh, go Chiefs. Ha ha. All right, so what are we going to do? We're going to talk Super Bowl. We're going to recap the the Chiefs 31 20 win. What went right for the Chiefs? What went wrong for the Niners? The game live up? Did it live up to the expectations? Did we enjoy ourselves? All that good stuff. We absolutely have to hit on the halftime show and talk about Shakira and J Lo. Um, I mean, it would be wrong of us not to. And uh, I've got an interesting take on it. Um, and then you know we we've done it now. This will be this is the third Super Bowl that we've. Um, been through on this podcast and we like to talk about the commercials and even though it's just me today I'm of course going to talk about the commercials because that's one of the reasons why I watch the Super Bowl especially when it's not my team that's in it so we'll go through that we do have some NFL news to go over just a few stories uh, including one Seahawks story and one Cowboys story because this is after all right now in its current state a Seahawks and Cowboys podcast so then we have Uh, I think one question or so on the social media mailbag. Dennis from Ohio chimes in. I thought that he would take the week off and uh, disappear, Um, do a social media break maybe, not just go away. And, no, he's a trooper, man. Um, He's got some things to say about his Niners losing, and then he's got a question for me. Um, And then we'll get the hell out of here. So it's pretty simple, right? It's not bad um i say we jump right into it and uh talk about the super bowl we'll see what happens in this in this episode if my energy level like escalates as it goes on instead of drops off got myself a hot uh white coffee from dutch brothers and uh this stuff is um this this is that's quite some caffeine i gotta tell you oh that's delicious all right so super bowl um i love super bowl Uh, i get uh this week was weird the this super week uh, was weird i got a little jealous um for those that know me well enough i have a dream of being in sports talk radio it's one of the reasons why i was so uh all for it to do a podcast when andrew brought the idea to me and uh i get to kind of live out that dream in a you know different form um But one of my other dreams is because of being in Sports Talk Radio, I want to be in whatever city the Super Bowl is in doing Radio Row or just experiencing it. And I heard from in in all the Sports Talk Radio shows that I listen to and that I keep track of, everyone pretty much said the same thing, that Miami kicks ass for hosting a Super Bowl. And uh, so I, I could tell through the coverage I was watching and listening and all that good stuff that it was a ton of fun down there all week and uh it would have been quite the place so for any of you if if any of you were lucky enough to be there uh that's awesome and i hope you had a lot of fun because it looked like it was a lot of fun the game itself um all the hype you had you know 98 hours of of pre coverage leading up to it on uh, a little bit on espn and then of course on fox and uh that's not an exaggeration 98 hours that's how much there was and uh you, you know so much hype and i always laugh at that too because i <laughs> i'm sitting there and i'm like okay so fox does t- i don't remember how much it was but i mean it's a lot it's several hours of of pre-game lead-up right and then you have the game itself and then they l- only talk about it for two seconds they do the trophy presentation and then another couple seconds of of post-game reaction and then they're gone and if you want to i mean they do more coverage on on fs1 but on the main, they just jump right into the mass singer and they're out of there. So you have like all this build up, the game itself, and then and then poof, it's just gone. So, uh, but yeah, so you had all that um, spectacle, man. It was freaking nuts. They did a cool uh, Kobe tribute that it didn't air. Fox screwed up and didn't quite air that right and uh, live anyway. And uh, but it was cool to watch on uh, um, my phone, so I did see it on there. And then thank God for Twitter. And then uh Demi L- Lovato killed I thought she killed the national anthem. Did great. Didn't you know, draw I know people had bets on the you know, over under how many how long was it was gonna be and and she was the under for sure. And uh but I thought it was good. It was not an overdone national anthem, very good. And uh and then you get right into it and it it my my third question on my on my sheet here was did the game live up to expectations and i want to i want to say that no it didn't i mean it it did but it didn't <laughs> so the the in the end you had uh patrick mahomes being the hero um and he's the one that that helped I mean, basically you know him and and williams are the ones that won that game and so that was expected if the Chiefs were going to win it was going to be because of Pat Mahomes um so that part was right but on the at the other side of it you had I don't know both quarterbacks actually played pretty horrible football for most of the game uh it was that fourth quarter that Mahomes turned it on and Garoppolo got even worse so both of them didn't do great didn't do great at all And Garoppolo has actually turned into, notice I'm not calling him hashtag Jimmy Grapps anymore, because I I don't think he deserves the cool nickname like Jimmy Grapps. I mean, I don't know how Niners fans feel, and maybe I'll talk to Dennis about this soon, ask him, but I mean I, I feel like you're at this point you're overpaying uh for what seems to be basically what he was. He was a backup quarterback. And i just don't his decision making he you know he had some plays that he absolutely should have checked out of um and he didn't and they were obvious to everyone watching um he made bad throws he looked flustered and i get it it's a humongous game you're nervous i mean Mahomes came out there in the first series and looked like he was just out of his element didn't know what to do uh shocked basically um but garoppolo just I don't know what to say about him. I think if you're a Niners fan, you're probably a little nervous about your future going forward with him as your quarterback. Um, now, Niners fans, and I know Dennis will bring it up in his question. I've, I've already listened to it. I know I'm not supposed to do that, but I have. Um, Niners fans are just blasting and everyone, and I get it. Uh, you lost and so you're pissed off and you want to blame coaches you want people fired you want all that stuff but you gotta take a moment take a breath you know look at the real reasons why you lost and um you know you couldn't hold you couldn't hold a lead you were up 20 to 10 and defensively you failed um and i i heard something really interesting today on two different radio shows from two different analysts that called into these shows and they both said the same thing there's only been three super bowls where a team has come back from a 10 point deficit and one and they're all recent so you've got the seahawks or 10 or 10 or more points excuse me you have the seahawks Super Bowl 49, Patriots came back and won. You have, I think it was Super Bowl 51 with the Patriots and Atlanta. And the Patriots came back and won. Stupid Patriots. There's a theme here. And then you had this season, you had Super Bowl 54, where you had the, the Niners were up by 10 chiefs came back and won and what was crazy about that you're like well who cares that's great that's crazy stat whatever who cares but the thing is all three of those teams seahawks niners falcons all three in those super bowls play the same defense seahawks don't play the same defense now but in that super bowl they played the exact same defense that the niners play now and that the falcons played in their super bowl and that defense and what it does—it's very zone-heavy and everything else. Um, and and what ends up happening is in the fourth quarter you get tired, and stuff breaks down, and the offense from the other team can adjust and exploit the weaknesses. Oops. <laughs> so now the question is: uh, Will teams adjust to that style? You know, getting away from that style of defense, and we all know that. You know, the Seahawks won't, but Niners might a little bit. Um But I, I mean, really in the end, what went right for the Chiefs. The Chiefs, uh I mean, congratulations to them. You got Andy Reid, 21 years in the league, and he as a co- as a head coach, finally gets the title. I felt I felt fantastic for him. That guy looks like he's he's so happy about it, and he was just downright thrilled. I was worried about his health. I'm like, oh God, he's gonna have heart attack right here on the field. <laughs> But man, he won, and all he wanted to talk about was having a double cheeseburger with extra cheese and and celebrating. And he he, I just I felt great, I felt really good for him to finally get that trophy. There's a lot of there's not too many coaches or players in the league that you really just feel good for when they get the, the big win. And wow, um, when they get the big win, and and Andy Reid to me is certainly one of them. So I. I I was thrilled that he got it. And, uh, I mean, <sighs> Patrick Mahomes, he was MVP. And I mean, uh, he, he, for looking as bad as he did in the first three quarters, me threw two picks, um, he he found something and did what he been he's been doing for a couple years now he just turned it on and got great now i think that damian williams probably should have gotten the mvp that's just my opinion but um i mean it you know what, it, what happens when in that type of game is they give it to the quarterback so but for crying out loud um give their give mahomes credit and then give The defense for the chiefs credit which was not talked about really all at all when leading up to the game it was going to be mahomes has to shine and um score more points than than the niners and that was going to be it and for the chiefs to go you know score 21 unanswered in the fourth quarter that means they held the niners that's awesome and and kudos to being able to pull that off um especially against um, i mean you're you're talking about a niners defense best defense in the league and it's just like just like super bowl 49 when everyone wants to get pissed off at that play call at the end from the one and yeah it was a dumb play call but they shouldn't have been in that position in the first place the defense gave up the lead and the fourth quarter so that blame needs to go on the defense and so that play wouldn't have mattered it's, it's the exact same situation so Niners fans want to get all pissed off at coaches whatever get pissed off at your defense number one defense in the league and they gave up 21 points i mean that's really hard to have your offense make up for the fact that you're giving up 21 points in one quarter so um you know, and it came down to a third and 15, and and he made it. <sighs> Mahomes made the throw, and and you saw some coverage issues with the Niners late in that game. <clears throat> Our boy Richard Sherman, four, former Seahawk, man, he got burned. Got burned bad, and I felt bad. I was going to feel good for him if they won. Um, I, I like Richard Sherman. I thought the Seahawks uh, did not handle that well. I, I think they should have kept him. But he doesn't do well in man to man coverage. And every time they went man to man, he 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 uh he struggled and he got burned. And um once the game was over, I started, you know, I wouldn't say I was laughing like ha ha you lost, but I, you know, I was like, well, you know, that's what happens there, buddy. You know? it's unfortunate because it's age, but at the same time, yeah. Then you had Frank Clark on the other side, out of former Seahawk, getting his ring, and I wasn't too happy about that. But whatever, he likes to talk. Anyway, I'm getting off topic here. So, and then I mean, basically, I'm already talking about what went wrong for the Niners. Their their defense screwed up, and then for crying out loud, Garoppolo was awful, just absolutely awful. And again, you can't, uh, you cannot basically have a backup quarterback try and bring you back and keep you in a game uh when your defense gives up 21 and answer points you just can't do it Garoppolo's not that good he showed it he's just not what happens in the offseason i don't know i mean they're paying him a lot of money so you gotta i guess you gotta stick with him but and then the other thing that went wrong for the niners is is <laughs> shanahan um i don't want to put all the blame on him i and i i hate that people put the blame on him like the big big story now is oh well the big game he can't uh he struggles in the big game he can't keep a lead he's you know look at that guy and uh, they're referring to the atlanta uh patriots super bowl where you know 28 to 3 well shanahan was the offensive coordinator so yeah i guess he could have you know made some better play calls so they could have scored more points but your defense gave up a 28 to 3 lead what's shanahan got to do with that i don't understand that at all now in this game in this super bowl yeah the end of the half what the hell was he doing i was so puzzled sitting there going all right you got timeouts call one do what the patriots do amazing when they're playing when patriots do this better than anybody and that's basically pedal to the metal like don't give in and just score before half and then get the ball coming out of the half right niners had that opportunity they could have they could have even if it was just three points you had a timeout to call you call it you save some time you march your ass down the field and you at least get three points out of it and you go into halftime 13 to 10 and you get the ball to start the second half That sounds pretty good to me. Would have been a different ball game, but instead they like let a bunch of time go off the clock. You had Lynch even up in the booth or up in their suite, sitting up there giving the timeout sign, like "Come on, call the timeout." Everyone's wondering what the hell he's doing. So his clock management in the at the end of the first half was puzzling; just didn't make any sense whatsoever. So if you want to get pissed off at Shanahan for coaching, get pissed off at that moment right there because that was ridiculous you you absolutely should have played to win the damn game which is something I always get pissed off of Pete Carroll for you should have absolutely played to win the game right there gone down gotten three points six points whatever gotten something and and put the pressure on them and especially if you come out to start the second half and you score points right away I mean come on it, it's just that's a totally different football game so and then the play calling towards the end, yeah, it struggled. For them to get nothing in the fourth quarter, weird play calls. It just, they, you know, when they should have been running, they were passing. When they should have been passing, they were running. Um, you know, they kind of got, you know, that the offensive uh, pass interference on Kittle. I, I think it was 100% offensive pass interference, but some people are arguing it shouldn't have been called. The thing is, when you got a giant tight end like that, pushing against a smaller corner, I mean, come on his weight is what makes that extension of the arm that big of a deal it's going to totally change the guy's momentum so it was the right call but everyone's pissed off about it anyway so i don't know at the end it, i was thoroughly entertained um it was a fun game um like <laughs> very happy the niners lost and uh and again happy for andy reed i think Mahomes. i mean this won't be their last super bowl if he stays in kansas city um there'll be many more um as long as andy reed is there coaching um they're gonna do more i mean you gotta with with the uncertainty in tom brady and where he's gonna go and and all that good stuff i mean you have a you have a new threat there in the afc that can finally take new england down and uh i, I would be scared of that chiefs team for many many years to come so not going to say they're going to be a dynasty we just it's hard to say that stuff until they go you know back-to-back super bowls or two and three years or whatever it happens to be but man they they're they're not done that's for sure so um good game um we'll talk about the halftime show in a minute um but yeah i enjoy myself got some nachos I told you in the last episode I was craving them. That was like my thing. I, I, I went all out and went against doctor's wishes and everything else and, and had one bad day where I just went, screw that. I'm having nachos, and they were delicious. So, no, didn't have a drink, though. No drink. So I did, I did good there. But, uh, yeah, Super Bowl 54 is in the books, and that means the uh, 2019 season is over and done with, and we get to sit here and talk about drafts and mock drafts and the off season until baseball comes around i guess or we get in maybe the xfl is amazing i don't know so okay we ready to talk about the halftime show i think we should talk about the halftime show um so the halftime show at the super bowl shakira jennifer lopez j-lo i guess jenny from the block whatever you want to call her uh I personally just want to say wow. Cause wow. Shakira's forty-three, J Lo's fifty. That's insane. So I had absolutely zero problem with the show. And while I can understand to a point. The people that did have a problem with it, I also want to point out the hypocrisy that is with a lot of the complaints that I'm seeing. A lot of complaints from uh, certain individuals that think the show is way too sexual and, oh, I can't have my kids watching that. Well, here's my problem with that. I guarantee that some of those people were absolutely 100% okay last year when Adam Levine from Maroon 5 had a shirt off. In fact, they probably were on social media going, Oh, my God, look at Adam Levine. Oh. So you don't get to, you know, have a double standard. You don't get to go, oh, because he's a man and that's a woman. Uh, those, You know, that's not okay. No, 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 no. <clears throat> Let's remember that the Super Bowl halftime show is one – not for the generic football fan it is there for basically people that are at the party or sitting around it's for the people that aren't big football fans that happen to be there watching the Super Bowl because that's the thing you do you watch the Super Bowl on Super Bowl Sunday right so that's what it's for and secondly it's just it's supposed to be entertainment and the Super Bowl was in Miami and that show was more Miami than you could possibly ask for that's what it was. It was pure Miami. And I just, the, everyone getting all upset about it, like, okay, if you don't want your kids seeing it, pull them out of the room. And if, you, if that's the first time you've seen a Super Bowl halftime show, get that, go that direction. You've missed several of them in the last several years. They went a little downhill and got super, super clean right after the wardrobe malfunction with Janet Jackson, but then they ramped right back up and that's just what it is. And, and if you think, and you're going to sit here and tell me, Oh, that was way too sexual. I can't have my, my kids watching that. I I don't want them seeing that. Um, check your kids phones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I guarantee you, uh, I'm not into this whole TikTok thing, whatever the hell that is, but I know that there's stuff on there that is way worse than that. And if you go watch the music videos for the songs that you just watched in that halftime show, they are probably worse than that. Or there's a million other things your kids are watching that are worse than what you just watched on that stage in the halftime show, guaranteed. So stop. It was entertainment if you don't like it, you knew right away the kind of show it was going to be. It didn't take long to go, oh, this is going to be a lot. I mean, Shakira, that's what she does. She shakes her hips. She's an amazing belly dancer. Like, that's what she does. And so you knew right away that's the way it was going to be. And so you take your kids out of the room. Go outside play football. Go out. Go do something else, you know. Change it to a different channel. You know that's going to last about 20 minutes, and then you come back. But then you, But instead, you're going to use social media to bitch, 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 bitch. No, nah, I don't think so. It was fantastic. It was wasn't the best but i loved it i was entertained not just because i'm a man there's some pretty girls up there but come on it was actually very entertaining it it was miami is what it was so i just think everybody needs to calm down and i probably have listeners that are like oh i hated it and now you guys are all mad at me but whatever it is what it is um i i enjoyed it okay that's all i'm going to say about that i just wanted a couple seconds to say everybody calm down Um, i'm not even going to have a uh yeah we're just going to leave it right at that let's talk about some commercials let me tell you it was not a great season or a great super bowl for commercials and actually it's been uh it's been a a kind of a rough couple years for commercials now i i'm not like the only reason i watch the super bowl is for commercials but um when my the seahawks aren't on in a super bowl which you know they've only been to three i mean i'm watching for the football but i i also want to see some really good commercials and it just felt like kind of a weak year i mean there were some highlights there really were some highlights Let's start with real quick uh Tom Brady and and the guy outside being loud with his car he's so cool. Uh let's start with that rascal Tom Brady who earlier in the week posted a cryptic Instagram post on a, sh- a silhouette of him and it was either going into Gillette Stadium or coming out to Gillette Stadium and it caused this uproar of of guys like having their forensic team look at this picture and try and figure out is he is he is he walking out is he is he is he walking in what does it mean is he leaving is he staying what is happening then we come to find out that it's all brilliant marketing brilliant marketing for a hulu commercial and basically it ends with him announcing that he's not going anywhere which we don't know if that means he's staying in new england or if it's just i'm not going anywhere as in i'm playing football so i <laughs> it you're you're a jerk tom brady for playing us all it's ridiculous but goddamn give your give a raise to your your media team because that was brilliant um other ones that i absolutely loved um i liked the the hyundai commercial the smat pack uh thought that was funny as hell and uh i I don't quite understand the car like if you're going to put yourself in a situation where you need smat pack to park your car pack the car if you're if you need that so you're talking about it's a really tight space right so you get out of your car and then you and then you do the smat pack and yet you, you, you make it park itself well i don't know about you but no matter how old my car is i don't usually want to get in a situation where i'm at the quarters i mean are that tight because if one of those other two cars leaves before me what's to say they're not going to just scrape the shit out of my car and especially if i have a brand new hyundai sonata uh I, I mean why are you even packing in that situation i wouldn't so although the commercial was good i still sat there and went and then someone very uh, keenly pointed out on Twitter, like, okay, first of all, uh, how they even, how did he even get into a straight uh, angle to be able to park it? Because if you look at the whole surroundings, there was no way he was going to be able to get into the angle that he was at without doing, like, a 20-point turn. So it, it didn't make any sense. But it was still love the accents, and it was a good time. Uh, the... <laughs> the Doritos commercial with Sam Elliott and little Nas X doing uh old old town road. Come on. That was fantastic. I, I, I'm a wat. I love the ranch. And of course, Sam Elliott is, has a million things that are awesome. Not just the ranch, but lately that's, you know, and he's just, he's Sam Elliott. He's kick ass. So him dancing for Doritos. That was pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I mean, the, Let's see the Genesis commercial with with John Legend and uh, Chrissy Teigen. That was that was cool. I like that. Oh, you know what? The Jeep commercial with uh, Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. Uh, Freaking awesome. That was amazing. Uh, I love Bill Murray so that that was a fantastic uh, nostalgia like commercial. The uh, NFL 100 commercial to open up the game. I missed that. I was doing something for the very beginning and I couldn't get in. I Think I was putting the baby to for down for a nap. And so I just missed the beginning, but I got, I found it and was able to watch it online. And that was awesome that from going to, from the way they did it, where it's a, you know, a, a taped commercial to then translating live onto the field was awesome. So that was cool. Um, Oh, what else? Uh, the, uh, it was good, but uh, I mean, a weird one, the rocket mortgage where, uh, Jason Momoa revealing that he's a 98 pound weakling underneath all that uh, muscle that was, that was a little strange um walmart for the second year in a row with all their sci-fi films uh you know talking about basically their pickup service that's kind of cool um you know the delorean from back to the future was in the was in last year's and so that makes it better but you know that's fine um i don't know um that's pretty much all the really like what i would say were like good ones bad ones for uh you know i understand planners was in a tough spot so they they had all these plans to kill off uh, Mr. Peanut, and then um, the the Kobe Bryant thing happened, the, the helicopter crash, and they announced they were going to you know change things up. they didn't you know, try and be more sensitive, totally get it. but then they went with this whole direction of now they've got baby peanut and then everyone's trying to say, oh and they're basically playing off the baby yoda stuff, and it's just dumb because uh, you're not going to get cuter than baby Yoda. I don't care it's not happening so um that was just dumb um all right what else was crappy snickers lame um i'm reading uh, i'm on a cnn business uh web um article about all of this they put the mountain dew one in the bad with brian cranston um doing a shining spoof i actually liked that commercial It was for mountain the new mountain dew zero i thought that commercial was actually pretty good so i don't know why they put it in bad i thought it was fine um a couple disappointments we didn't see any you know budweiser Clydesdales. i mean they did an ad but it was you know where were the where were the ponies man where were the horsies um I don't understand Bud Light Seltzer at all. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. I don't. I mean, I I know that guys don't want to drink the White Claw, um, but come on, it, I don't just drink beer. <laughs> you know, just just drink beer. Um, the finding water on Mars for Soda Stream. I mean, it was cute, but nah, it wasn't that special. Um, yeah, then that was about it. So again, there just wasn't a lot. I mean, I think the winner for sure is, um, you know, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the groundhog day from Jeep. I think that was no, no, no Doritos. Very close second would be Jeep. Very close second. Those were your two like really, really good ones. Followed close me by uh pack. <laughs> uh, cause that, that was good. So all right those are your commercials that's your recap for that and and uh let's let's get back to some to nfl stuff so let's jump back into some nfl news and there there are a couple stories i want to go over um not a lot but uh came out today tuesday when you're listening to wednesday so it'll be yesterday let's make that all confusing shall we uh jags the jaguars jacksonville jaguars are going to play two home games in london for the 2020 season in a move to boost revenue so the jags already i mean it's a thing for them or they pretty much always have a home game in london now and now they're going to have a second one so um that's crazy um uh, it's uh i i get what the we've talked about this before on the show I, i get what the nfl wants to do in this whole go international thing but I mean, the logistics for a London team just doesn't work, and we have talked about that over and over again. But I mean, they're going to have them basically spend two weeks over there, so they'll have two c- consecutive games o- over there, and um, so uh, this inter well, so okay. So it's to boost revenue, so. Because I guess the games over there, they generate twice as much money as games in Jacksonville. Well, that's on Jacksonville fans. Do better, support your team. You guys are gonna have, uh, you guys are gonna have Gardner Minshew as your starter next year. So, uh, do better for your team. But yeah, so two consecutive. I guess that's cool. I mean, London supports it. Those games over there seem to be nuts, but again i don't i I, I get what they're trying to go towards which is having a team over there and i just don't support that at all i think that's just going to end up being a clusterfuck excuse my language that's going to be a cluster for uh for everything for the visiting team for having a team over there for the players where they're supposed to live like it just it's a mess to me so um i also wanted to bring up tom brady where's he going to end up that's the big question of course uh so he had his little tease he you know Says he's not going anywhere, which of course I think just means he's not, you know, he's going to play. He'd already said he's not going to, you know, not going to retire this season. He wants to play. If he's smart and the Patriots offer him a decent contract, he takes it. For many, 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 many reasons. The most important of which is just routine. Someone at his age, early 40s, skills declining it makes no sense for you to go somewhere else to a new team and start over completely you're used to you have a routine you're used to the the offense you've got you know mcdaniels like everything is 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 fit around you in new england and yet if you go somewhere else which i understand i mean yeah go into the chargers they're opening a new stadium that'd be fun um going to the raiders they're opening a new stadium vegas is a good you know a fun place while i see that that would be a cool thing to do you're starting over and you're old (laughs) like that just doesn't to me doesn't make much sense and i think in the end would tarnish the end of what is a great career right Just because you put Tom Brady on a team doesn't mean they automatically become a Super Bowl contender. It helps, but you still have to put the weapons around him, which was the problem in New England this last season. He didn't have the right weapons around him. They had a really good defense, but no offensive weapons, and Tom Brady's skills declined to a point where he needed more weapons. So no matter where he goes, if he stays in New England or he goes to L.A. or he goes to Oakland or, excuse me, to Vegas – i think i called him the oakland raiders earlier too it's the las vegas raiders that's official so we got to make sure we call him that no matter where he goes he's gonna need weapons so the team's got to build around him and, and even if he gets the weapons if it's a new city a new team to me it just seems like it would be an absolute struggle to go ahead and try and learn a new offense or, or they have to adapt to you or it's just if you're going to keep playing and the team you've been playing for wants to keep you i would just stay there If you're not going to retire, just stay where you're at. And I I think he's making the wrong move altogether. I think he should have retired after winning the last Super Bowl. Should have just been done. Go out on a high note, be done. But he wants to play because he's crazy. So that, of course, will be something we watch a ton as we head into the new league year and free agency opening up, and it will be one of the biggest names on on where he goes whether it stays in new england or goes elsewhere so um somehow tom brady always ends up in our in the freaking news so congratulations to him um the seahawks story uh, of the week was going to be uh there's not much going on um i could talk about russell wilson and how he basically called out his offensive um scheme that he's put into and how he one thinks they should be more aggressive And call more pass plays. And then he also said that he really wants the team to go out and be aggressive in free agency and sign some big names to put around him, which is not very Russell Wilson like, not something he normally does. He's a very go with the flow kind of dude. And all of a sudden he's getting a little mouthy, which honestly I really like. (laughs) So I was, I'm 100% okay with it. But that's not the story I'm going to go with, mainly because I I know Dennis from Ohio, maybe, maybe he's going to bring it up in his question of the week. But, um, one of the needs that the seahawks have in uh the draft or free agency it's just a need is tight end so this isn't to replace disley with disley's a stud but disley is uh you know he's can't stay healthy so uh, while i i want to sit here and, and believe that he's going to have a 2020 season fully healthy and be able to play the whole time we don't know that we don't know if he's gonna be able to do that and so we need something and so greg olson uh recently uh, released from the carolina panthers is uh, officially a free agent he's 34 he had a year left on his deal um they set him free and why not he's actually set now to visit it was originally just bills and and the washington redskins and now uh the seahawks been added to that list he's gonna do a little visit for to seattle which is i'm fine with if you can get greg olson for a tiny little contract a year because Dixon never played. They're going to let him go. Uh, Luke Wilson, I think is probably done. Um, I think we saw some things from Hollister that I like, but you know, I don't know that he's the guy. Disney's the guy, but it wouldn't hurt in an era where The tight end means more and more. Um, I mean, look at the game we just had. It was, Nobody wanted to talk about wide receivers. They want to talk about Kelsey and Kittle. So uh I'd be, I be I honestly would be A okay with it. Bring it on. I'm totally fine with it. Some people are eh. Come on. If it costs now, if they overpay him, that's different, but I don't believe that they would. They basically probably would put a number out and if he he's okay and if you know he turns it down, he turns it down. You can you can draft a tight end, there'll be other tight ends available. You don't absolutely need him. But if it's available and you can get them yeah grab them i'd be totally fine with that the Cowboys' story of the week is none other than dak prescott and the the plan that the cowboys apparently have to franchise tag him he doesn't have a deal yet and um it's it this whole thing they should have had a contract done and now it's i don't think they have a choice they can't come to an agreement it doesn't sound like they're they're just at an impasse they don't really have a choice now they got to disfranchise them and then hope they can get a deal worked out so i ultimately believe that he ends up signing uh, a deal with with the cowboys um i don't know how far apart they are and what they want but you know I'm so torn on what he is. If he is, I mean, I don't think he has any chance of being elite, but he's good. And he had a really good season, but I don't know. I just, I, I sure the Cowboys fans that listens to the show, they obviously don't want to mess down there. They want to keep it. Just get the guy, right? Get him signed, get it done. But, uh, I mean, you're at a point where um you got a franchise take him. if you can't come into a deal, franchise take him you end up paying him a ton of money for one year, or hopefully you get a deal figured out, or I mean, I guess you could trade him, but that'd be dumb um I just I feel like things could get kind of messy down there, right They could get bad. You could let him go and and sign Tom Brady, you yeah. know. Tom Brady plays his last couple of years as a Dallas Cowboy quarterback. What do you think about that? Huh? That's it's not happening. happening. That's not happening. But I think that either we're going to have a swift end of this and like, hey, they franchise tag him, and all right, they came to an agreement. Or you're going to have the they franchise tag him, Dak gets pissed off. I don't know that he'd be the kind of guy to hold out a camp, but uh, I just – we're like right, we're it's it's the teeter-totter right you're like right at the peak and you could slide down either way and you're either going to slide down into a a beautiful thing that everyone's happy with or ugly as a seahawk fan i'm kind of hoping for ugly as a host of a podcast that happens to have a lot of dallas cowboy fans as listeners i'm also hoping for ugly <laughs> uh no seriously i i I hope it gets figured out for you nothing worse than not knowing who your quarterback is um i don't know you can get nick Foles too i guarantee you he's gonna be available there's gonna be options for you if you can't make it work dallas trust me there will be options out there so jimmy graps hmm yeah go from one backup quality to another huh okay Dak is better than backup quality but still there will be options and that's, and, I, and I guarantee you Jerry Jones knows that, and this, that's why they haven't just shelled out every penny. They're I don't know if they're being smart about it, but they're definitely watching what they do and not just, fine, here's your contract, welcome. They're, they're, maybe they have some grand plan that we don't know about. I don't know, but um, we'll talk about that more next week. So, okay. Let's jump into the social media mailbag. Uh, I threw it out there this week and uh, was hoping to get some responses, and I believe I did get one or two. Let's check. Um, Well, I do want to point out – I got one, but I do want to point out that uh, one of our good listeners, Lee Walker, um, tagged us in a tweet and said – this was after the Super Bowl. I see why Andrew can't stand most of the Dallas fans – Sounds like a lot of the same crap coming from so-called 49ers fans the day after a Super Bowl 54. I definitely don't share the opinions of most of what I've read today. I wish there was an easier way to ID bandwagon fans. Well, don't we all? It's it's the it's the you know, pissed off they lost thing. It, it it the good fans will recover and get over themselves and realize, "Oh, well, yeah. This could have gone better. This could have gone better. That's how we lost." So, uh looks like i got one question from the thirst and goal podcast which by the way if you're looking for a kick-ass uh football podcast thirst and goal is awesome um i actually have um i just i love their show they talk football and then they drink it sounds and, and not like bad they actually like taste like bourbons and beers and it's i it's a great idea and i wish i'd come up with it and so kudos to them and they've been very supportive and we and we love them to death so um they ask what will jerry jones do with dak prescott's ultimatum regarding the franchise tag the first shot has been fired i honestly have not seen what the ultimatum is um i'm jumping online here and see if i can find it real quick but i don't know what the ultimatum is um So, oh, okay, there it is. So, Dal- so he told the Dallas Morning News, told the, one of the reporters, David Moore, be sure to report that he won't be working out anywhere near the star. So, wow. Okay, so you would hope and you would think something is going to get done, right? I mean, you would have thought something would have been done before last season, Prescott said. So he's starting to get a little pissed off about, uh, about the whole situation, basically. And I don't blame him. It should have been done. The fact that the whole season go by and didn't do it, if I was him, I'd be mad too. And then knowing that they can just franchise you and keep you, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Um, it's, it could turn into a, into a little bit of a, a thing here. I don't know. Uh, I'll have to uh, maybe I'll try and get Dean on the next couple of weeks and see what he thinks about the whole thing. I get a Dallas fans opinion, but uh, again, it's not pretty and I don't think it's going to get prettier. So let's go with that. And um, with that, instead of, uh, it was funny. So I, I talked about how um, I figured Dennis would take a week off and um not uh not give a question this week and i i (laughs) i base that off of you know if you're if you're a facebook user your memories pop up right and this week has been fun because fun and sad because memories have been popping up from super bowl 48 and all you know the the craziness because the seahawks won it was amazing and then super bowl 49 the heartache from that and a memory popped up where it was like the day after it was two day, maybe two days after the seahawks lost super bowl 49 to the patriots and i got so pissed off at or not pissed off but so bothered by what i was reading on social media and then bothered by my own feelings because i was just it was like somebody broke my heart it was just crazy the way it hurt for a freaking game that didn't make any sense but i ended up taking an entire week off of social media and i my memory popped up that i was announcing that and then nobody cared like it wasn't like oh we're gonna miss brian No, no one gave a shit but uh i did it and i needed it and it was a good week didn't look at twitter didn't look at facebook just stayed away and so i kind of figured that dennis who shares my feelings about social media in general we've talked had many conversations i figured i would lose him for a week but dude's a professional he's a he's a realistic fan just like me and um he he's he well he's got some things to say about it let's just jump right in and listen to it so our question of the week from our buddy over in ohio it's dennis from ohio
1: Hey guys, what's up? Dennis from Ohio. So there was a game Sunday. Thought I was going to be able to give one last woo. Uh, thought it was pretty pretty close to being over. And then there was that 3rd and 15 that happened where somebody forgot to cover one of their best receivers. And then after that it went all downhill. But it is what it is. It's a good game. Uh, I'm not too upset about it. What pisses me off is all these fans that think they know better. They want all the coaches fired want the quarterback replaced, we need a new offense, zip scheme, blah, 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 shit like that, which is why I've pretty much stayed off social media, because all the Monday morning quarterbacks and all that crap is what irritates me, but hey, 2-14, two, two years ago, 4-12 and 12 last year, to the Super Bowl this year, granted they lost, but hey, it is what it is, but Brian, my question for you is, I know Russell Wilson had talked, I guess, during an interview show about offensive uh, teams that open up the playbook, throw more, throw more. I know you guys are going to have some running backs still hurt when the season starts. you think that was a shot at the offensive coordinator to get him to possibly change his ways, or do you guys think you're going to open up the season? throwing the ball all over the place. Uh, also, more importantly, to answer this question, I would love to hear your thoughts on that halftime show, because all I'm saying is, wow, and Woo that was an awesome halftime show. Uh, curious as to your thoughts on that. Um, otherwise, I look forward to future shows. I'm sure we'll figure something out where I can get back on the radio with you. I look forward to the answers to my questions. As always, stay buttery smooth. And no matter what, it's go Niners. Have a good day.
0: Thanks, Dennis. Appreciate it as always, buddy. We'll get you on real soon, talk more stuff. Um, uh, your question, your, you, the halftime show, I, I went through already and talked about it. You're right. Wow exactly definitely gets a woo um and then a russell thing i touched on briefly but yeah i'll talk about it some more so russell came out and and said um you know he wants more superstars around him and again i some people are are like oh come on russell you can't do that i i've been a critical been very critical about russell wilson and his uh his personality and how i think it's a little fake i like russell wilson the person i admitted that i was wrong about him as a quarterback all that good stuff he's my quarterback right but i do think his personality comes off as a little fake and especially when you listen to like interviews there was an interview he did at the super bowl where he used like his entire little thing was all just you know cliches all of it Every one. every every sentence was a cliche Instead of just speaking like a normal human being. <laughs> so for him to come out and actually... He didn't blast him. He didn't say anything except for, I, I you know, I would like to see the ball thrown more. I agree. But um, then he wants superstars. The Seahawks have a ton of money to spend this offseason. A ton. 70 plus million dollars in cap space to go spend. Russell's locked up. I mean, they, they can go out, have an amazing free agency period, getting some great talent, and then hopefully have a kick-ass draft and then look really good going into the 2020 season. And I think all he's doing is just kind of making it known that that's what he wants. I mean, come on. The guy knows he's not getting any younger. He knows the window is only going to be open for so long um he's probably noticed like the rest of us that pete carroll is very stubborn in his ways and um maybe he spent too much time on social media reading what everybody says about how trust in russell wilson he's your quarterback use him like you're supposed to don't waste him in his prime that's what i've been saying so i get it don't blast your team don't blast your coaches don't be that guy what whatever um i have no problem with it i want Russell to be open and honest and if that's how he feels and that gets Pete Carroll and John Schneider thinking and you don't want an unhappy Russell Wilson yeah fine I, whatever it takes because he's right they need to go out and they need to get they need to go nuts this needs to be the season they go nuts because you only got you know I would say three four more years tops of Russell in his absolute prime maybe that's even too many but I, I would say four years that's your window four. because if you keep it could be more than that but you have to change the way your offense rolls right he has to be hit less you got to put less wear and tear on his body and that means changing up what you do and i'm not saying they can't be run first because in today's nfl you absolutely have to have um a good run game to set up the play action which works so well. Like that that you absolutely have to. I'm not saying uh don't be a run first offense, but don't waste Russell Wilson and 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 play like you have a backup quarterback when you don't. And that's what they seem to do a lot of. And that's a Pete Carroll thing. That's that's what that comes down to. It's how he runs his team, how he has his coordinators do things. So, Russell, good on you for for voicing your opinion. Go nuts. I'm totally fine with it. I hope you say more. I hope that he's on Twitter during the draft and he just gives a review on every draft pick. Either he loves it or he hates it. So, um, yeah. Good job, Russell. Be loud. Totally fine with it. Uh, All right. Um, I was going to do... go check game picks to see confirm the dennis won, but i don't have to do that i know he won so i was wrong last week i picked the uh the niners to win oops but again totally okay with it being wrong there um before we get out of here uh like we like i always do now i just want to make sure that if uh you happen to be an apple podcast listener and i know there's a ton of you out there um if you feel like helping us out and helping us continue to grow Um, while you're listening. Just take a couple minutes, give us a rating, and then write a little review. And the more reviews we get, the more we can grow, and everyone's happy. So I appreciate everyone listening, and uh, yeah, so that would be fantastic if you could do that. Also, as we go into the off-season – and we got a million and six things going on. I try and retweet a ton. Andrew and what he's going through right now, whatever it happens to be, he's, he's not on there very much, but, you know, he is. He'll, he'll tweet stuff. But follow us on Twitter. The podcast is at Common Ground FBP. You can follow Andrew at Andrew Guzman CGP. Um, I am at Wenatchee Seattle Sports Fan of course we're on the book of face facebook.com slash common ground football podcast uh the podcast is always available online on our website at www.com and and then i'm going to try and do more instagram i'm learning how that thing works uh we're at common ground fbp so um just remember every time we post uh, a new episode share it with your friends tell everybody you listen and uh, let's keep this thing going so Uh, I cannot believe that I promised you all a short episode and I went just as long as I normally do. That's unbelievable. Uh, In closing uh, back to normal next week, kind of uh, probably still just be me. Um, We'll talk Seahawks off season plans, all that good stuff. Uh, I'll try and involve as much cowboy stuff as I can. Again, maybe I'll try and get Dean in here and and see if he can help out. And uh, I, I just, before I get, before I go, I just want to again say thank you so much for sticking around um, I know a lot of you miss the banter between me and Andrew and I do too of course and and he's one of my good buddies and um as much as I would love to say he will be back, I have no idea. He's he's got his stuff and I'm not going to put any pressure on him whatsoever. Um I just know that I have plans for the podcast should he decide not to come back at all. Um there's plans for the future for next season. I'm not going to share those because I obviously just want him to come back and us to go right back to what we were doing. But um, if worst case scenario he doesn't, th- there's some good plans and we'll and we'll just keep on moving because I love doing this. And uh, for those of you that are that have stuck around and not abandoned us, I sincerely appreciate it. And um, I'll just I'll try my best to keep this thing a rolling. So thank you. And with that, the 2019 season is in the books and um it's, it's off season time if you're a seahawks actually dallas has a team too so do me a favor xfl starts this weekend i know it's probably not going to succeed but let's watch it let's see what happens i'm curious so i will watch the seattle dragons they play saturday i'm gonna check it out so if you're a football fan and you're you know already missed football even though it just ended let's let's give the xfl a try and see if it's any good all right we'll talk about it next week until then go hawks and i i guess go dragons because this is a football podcast okay see you later